Hey, Red, what are you up to? Just making sure all the M&M's gifts are wrapped and the balls filled. Remember that one holiday party when we had no M&M's? Oh, boy, I still have nightmares. The cookies? Yeah, you used all the M&M's candies that were meant to decorate the party treats to decorate snowmen. You did it again, didn't you? <laughs> they do look cute, though. Bringing cheer, M&M's for all fun kind. Welcome to Dear Young Queen, the podcast. What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Dear Young Queen, Work in Progress, featuring me, Ashley. It's just me again. (laughs) Yeah, guys, uh, I'm back. We're not here this week to digest an episode. We're here to digest this podcast, the Dear Young Queen podcast. Um... Let's see. This podcast started exactly one year ago. When I started this podcast, I wanted to provide a space where I could invite women to come on and share their journey by asking first time questions and last time questions. And no matter how hard I've tried to craft conversations, they don't always end up going the direction I imagined. And it's not a bad thing because some really incredible episodes came out of it, but I'm not sure if this is the podcast that I set out to intend to create. Over the past few weeks, I've been seeing different creators who are at various different stages in their creative journey. Micro creators who are frustrated with little engagement, so trying new tactics. Macro influencers who may have built their brand on a certain audience, but now existing in a different space. And each of these has resonated with me without me really understanding that I was in the same predicament myself. Um, listen to this one. Being a creator means you have to be as authentic as possible. Just being real as hell. But it's also knowing when to change, when to pivot, and knowing when to move on. My claim to fame came from being a healing girl. And took the TikTok and took the Instagram to share my advice to share what life looked like, what is healthy healing looks like. But that's no longer me anymore. For the last couple of months, I struggled on how to make content. I haven't grown my following. I've been really struggling on how to put out consistent content and I can't figure out why. Well, I figured out why. It's because I'm trying to create content for somebody that I used to be. I used to be a healing girl. I'm no longer that anymore. I'm a woman who is in a healthy relationship who values self-care. The content that I created before just no longer matches my lifestyle anymore. My whole following is you. Women that have followed me and said, hey, I need you and I need advice. I don't create that content anymore. People still follow me. The creators that win, because they know when to pivot, know that life changes. And when life changes, your content changes. Peace. I met Jasmine Griffith last year at an event that in Atlanta that there was a young women's group called, I believe, the Dope Affiliates. Let me just confirm before I mess it up. Yeah, the Dope Affiliates. And last year around this time, they did an event called Giving the Girls her Flo- Their Flowers. They invited uh, myself, Jasmine, Keita Girl, who's hilarious, and a, f- a few other young women to sit on a panel and talk to a bunch of younger women, their early 20s, about our experience and our journeys as creators, et cetera, et cetera. Jasmine and I clicked and really enjoyed everything that she had to say because I felt like she was someone that was on the same journey as me, 
But in her personal journey, her breakup was newer. It was fresher. And she was kind of a little bit more still in the thick of it. And I remember being impressed by her ability to share herself with her audience through her healing time. Jasmine had a beautiful way of sharing the like the hardest parts of her day and really allowing women to connect and not feel alone. Um, so from the day I met her, she was somebody that I just connected with. But when I heard this clip, I was like, oh girl, we're the same person. When I created the Dear Young Queen podcast, the initial idea, like I said earlier, came from wanting to sh- have women share their journeys with the rest of the world. I imagined using a first time question prompt or a last time question prompt and, and women opening up off of questions like, when is the first time you had your heart broken? And I hoped by, sh- by other women sharing their experiences, other women would understand how much more similar we all are as women on our journey to womanhood. And sometimes that happens and sometimes it doesn't. And it's not to say that every single guest that we had on the show wasn't incredible, but it's to say that sometimes there is one particular moment or spark that does set off somebody's journey. And sometimes there's just not. Sometimes it's slow and steady wins the race. Sometimes there is no major traumatic moment. Maybe there is no milestone that sets their experience apart. And I don't want to force that on people. And I don't want to force that on my guests. And what I learned is that I started to fall back off of my concept and my idea to just allow women the opportunity to share their stories their way, which was something beautiful. Alexis has the perfect place to do that. When you go into Casa Lex, you feel the phoenix that has risen from the ashes. It makes you want to brag on yourself and brag on how far you've come. And so I'm really happy that over the past year, we had, I believe, 20, over 22 guests. Let's see, we've had Crystal, Nikki, Yes Jules, Mel and Jihan, Callie-Ann, Ashley Wheeler, Ashley Nicole Moss, Dr. Sophia Lynn, Neri Santiago, Faith Haslam, Zoe Lynn Cho and Natasha, Maika, Lena, Sahar, Cassidy. That's 18 incredible women and we have more coming before the year is up. So you got to hear from 20 women over the course of the past year. And I'm so glad I can bring those stories to you. But very much like that video I just played for you, I am unsure how to continue this podcast in a way that feels good for the audience, but also feels good for me as a creator. Something that I am proud of, something that I know comes from my soul. When I say these things out loud, it sounds as if the the past 20 some odd episodes didn't come from my soul when they did. I just feel like I'm at this crossroads where I need something more. I need something more out of this podcast, not just for you all, but for me as well. As I think about the brand Dear Young Queen itself, the blog, the Instagram page, everything was always a place for me to kind of come and vent, to say the things that maybe were a little bit toxic or share things that I did that maybe I wasn't proud of to allow, you know, this larger group of women to co-sign my experience and my feelings and let me know that I'm not alone in this journey. But right now I'm in a space in my life where I feel very supported. I feel very loved. And sometimes when I think about the toxic shit, I'm not proud. But not only am I not proud, it makes me want to tell people to do it a different way. But that's not necessarily the things that react. And like Jasmine said, I see that. 
But instead of falling back into that trap, I want to figure out how to bring you guys along the journey. So this work in progress is to let you know that, yeah, (laughs) I'm here trying to figure out and work through what Dear Young Queen podcast will look like in 2024. But this is also a work in progress for you. (laughs) What do you want out of this podcast? What do you want to hear? What would help make your life better? What you love about Dear Young Queen already? And what do you want to see carried over to the podcast? I want to take your your thoughts. I want to take the stage and space I'm in life. And I want to come back in 2024 with something so strong that everybody loves it here. This is an open invitation to DM me, to email me, hi, at dearyoungqueen.com. I'll read it. I'll get your message. Now, because I'm working through it, don't you dare think for a second that I'm still not going to give you content. Today, right now, as this podcast is coming out, Alexis and I are getting ready to host a podcast activation for Miami Art Week with Pod Digital Media and Kenny Burns. Shout out Kenny Burns. Shout out Pod Digital Media. Shout out the Perez Museum. We're fancy. Um, yeah, the Perez Museum Miami is like a big deal. It's like indoor, outdoor. It's going to be a beautiful venue. We're so excited. Shout out to the good folks at Orbit who are helping us, who are partnering with us here. Alexis and I invited a special guest for Miami Art Week, our girl, Sue Tai. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about Sue for those of you that are not familiar. Sue's an artist and a designer born in New York City, and she's had a lifelong dedication to the visual arts. As an artist, Sue works with an acrylic on canvas as well as mixed media sculpting. Her bold energy and edgy work reflects an impressive crossover of art, fashion, sports, and pop culture. And Sue is so good at this. She has collaborated with every and anyone you can imagine in the music world, creating cover art for Wale and Rihanna. Y'all remember that song? Is it me? Hey, I'm gonna play it for you. Hang on, hang on. It's good. Is it bad that I never made love? No, I never did. Put it on no high to fuck up the bag, girl. I'll put it to you. I can't promise that I'll be good to you. Cause I had some issues. I won't miss. No, not having it. But at least I can't admit that. So yeah, I don't know if y'all remember that, but I was actually working at Atlantic Records at the time when that song came out and she did design the artwork for it. So Sue is super dope. She has collections with Puma, NBA, Space Jam, Brooklyn Nets, Greg Yuna. Uh, Honestly, we could go on and on and on. So I'm really excited to bring you that. And honestly, live is always fun because you have the studio audience, but they shorten it down. So it's a 25 minute episode. It's a little shorter. But y'all going to get that in the next few weeks here as well. So far, the events both last year and this year that Alexis and I did were invite only. I'm anxious to figure out a way to do something so that you guys could be a part of it. But again, another work in progress. We're just going to work through this together. Okay. Um, there are two, I believe, two more episodes left 
in this season. We have one with Kiafa Vick. We have another with Mary Floyd. These are two women that I was so anxious to have on the show. Mary was like our unofficial executive producer over the past year. She showed up to every single shoot. She made sure our guests were taken care of while they waited for us. She made sure that we were taken care of, that we looked good. She just was, she is a gem in life, but she was a really special addition to the Dear Young Queen podcast. I'm so excited for you guys to meet her and learn about her story. She's like the den mom, the Dear Young Queen den mom, but like den friend. I don't know. Anyways, uh, and then the last episode of the season is with Kiafa Vick. Kiafa is, you know, not only an incredible storyteller, but a good friend. And Kiafa really got me to open up in a beautiful way. And so I'm excited to bring you those stories to close out this first season of Dear Young Queen. People always ask me what defines a queen. It's not just about the crown. It's about that inner spark, that unmistakable ding of confidence that radiates from within. Confidence is not, I hope they will like me. Confidence is, I'll be fine if they don't. It's that unshakable belief that you're fine just as you are, whether they like you or not. Orbit Gum is here to celebrate queens who wear their confidence with pride. We call it that ding. In a world that often tells confident women to tone it down, we say nonsense. At Dear Young Queen, we encourage you to unleash your confidence because you've got that ding inside of you and it's contagious. Orbit, making people feel fresher and more confident through chewing. Confidence is contagious. Do what makes you ding. There are a few solo podcasts I really like. One of my favorites is Jen Kirkman's. Literally, someone upstairs is vacuuming. Are we serious right now? It's 8 o'clock in the morning. Should I bang on the ceiling? This is unreal. There's no way someone could be this loud. Have you guys ever seen those TikTok or those Instagram reels where people are creating <laughs> what they imagine their upstairs neighbor is doing to make all that damn noise? It's like creating the line, dancing clogs, taking a 50 pound of potatoes and lifting it up and throwing it on the ground. Like literally, obviously the lady above me is vacuuming, but also it's eight o'clock in the morning. No fun with Jen Kirkman. It's a solo podcast, but she totally welcomes moments like that. She really invites you into the creative process in creating her podcast. She complains about equipment not working. She allows her Uber Eats deliveries to come in. Like she really invites you into her world. And I would just turn her on and just kind of listen to everything that happened in her life and her week. And I, I love the way that she digested the things that happened to her. And part of me feels like that could be what this is. For those of you who are not familiar with the origins of Dear Young Queen, let me bring you in. In 2015, I went through a gut-wrenching breakup that changed my life forever. However, I started writing a blog to invite readers and people online into my experience. And the blog got popular. So from writing a blog on Medium, I took that to my own website. From my own website, I kept writing blogs until enough people told me that blogging was a dated medium and I needed to get it off the page. And when they told me that, I started to ask Ashley. I started to ask Ashley because with my best friend, there was a way for me to share my stories, journeys, and experiences in one of the most authentic ways, in a place that I already felt safe and protected, and with someone that kind of knew a little bit of these stories and that knew how to dig into them. And so... There is a part of me that's inside that itches to maybe get more of that going. And perhaps selfishly, that is maybe why I'm on this mic again solo this week. 
but I need that extra nudge or that extra push if it is to give you solo episodes. But solo episodes come with solo production and solo budget and solo interruptions. <laughs> Anyways, over the next three weeks, you have an episode with Sue coming, you have an episode with Kiafa coming, and you have an episode with Mary coming. So you will get these good episodes through the end of the year. And 2024 may just look a little bit different. Maybe sitting in my apartment with just the mic, I am able to open up. This was the same place that I started writing, where I just started sharing my stories and could see what would happen. Part of me feels like maybe that's it. Maybe I'm here to document my own healing girl journey. And maybe that's what 2024 is about. Having a dynamic shift in the tone and the voice that is Dear Young Queen. Or maybe it's not and I'm overthinking this shit, right? It, I, I don't know, but I just want to let you know that I've been pondering this for weeks and I need you guys to help. I need your help. I need your help. I need your help. I know this isn't what you came here for. You didn't come here to help me. Mostly you came here so that I could help you. <laughs> so that you could take your mind off of whatever else you have going on. And instead, I dumped another problem in your lap. But to be quite honest, I'm struggling by myself. And I don't want to anymore. So y'all, help me out. And next week starts three incredible weeks of interviews. Back to back to back. We are going to end this season like we started this season this time last year. Strong as hell. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoy uh, and I can't wait to hear from you. Until next week. For me, there's nothing better than showcasing my joy. Our friends at Frito-Lay know that joy is bold, vivacious, and contagious. Joy gives life flavor, rhythm, and vibes. And when joy takes flight, it can't be contained. It is robust. More than a smile or a laugh, it's an infectious experience. So here's to all the creators that inspire us with your creativity and passion. Let's keep filling the world with joy. And make sure you look out for the My Joy campaign powered by Frito-Lay.